0: Six to seven PM. Sport on with Tabi Somusiya.
1: Looking forward to the game, um, you know, and trying to obviously try and get the team right. Keep working on the team, you know, trying to get us to play. Um, what I am trying to do, you know, trying to instil. Um, but no, I am looking as I said, you know, used to this type of game, but obviously not as a derby. So it's not. If you look at it with no supporters, it makes a huge difference. So, um, we'll just try and continue on our know, path forward and try and improve the team and try and improve results. That's all. Uh, my opinion, I think they've got to be big favorites for, for, for the league title this year. I think they've really boosted their squad. Um, they've got a lot of players who, obviously, I know and worked with. Um, so, they've got a very, a very good squad of players. Um, what they do and how they do it is not, not for me to say. I really just try and concentrate on what we must do. Um, but, really, they've got a good squad of players. And they're certainly much, much stronger than they were last season. So, um, you know, I know what's ahead of us. So we look forward to the game. Uh, the home and away does make a big difference. Um, so obviously, but we're not going to, I don't think, I'm, I'm not going to try and set us up any different. I'll try and get us to try and play normal. It's not like you, you're playing in a foreign country or something like that. We know the conditions, um, you know. Um, so, yeah, we'll try and set it up and try and obviously score. Um, I think it does, we all know it does count. Um, so, yeah, I don't see any my thinking or thought process. Um, the second leg, when things come a little bit more into play, but certainly the first leg away from home, not for us, now. Zanzi's Sporting Milestones, Moments and Stories.
0: Flashback Fridays with Tabiso Musea. And a very good evening, everybody. And uh, thank you for staying with us on SAFM and for joining us on SAFM Spot on uh, this Friday. apologize for the late start. You can understand that it's very emotional in the studio right now. So many people were here just to say their farewells to Mr. Bongi Gwala, who has uh, done his last show on Beyond the Headlines and on SAFM. And I think it's actually his last radio show. Uh, from what I understand at the moment. But anyway, um, the show must go on. And that clip that we opened with earlier on is that of Kaiser Chiefs coach Kevin Hunt ahead of tomorrow's low-key Soweto Derby, which is the first leg of the MTN8 semi-final in Orlando. And I say low-key because I don't remember the last time nobody asked me for tickets for the Derby. I mean, a week before the Derby, days before the Derby, you start getting those, please call ticket, please call Derby, please call VIP. And it's just been so peaceful this week, you know? Uh, we're having a breather here as members of the media. But having said that, it said that the Soweto Derby will be without fans. I think it has to be the first time ever that there are no fans in the Soweto Derby. But I saw a headline in the Daily Sun. I didn't get around to get the paper. But I saw a headline with some fans saying that we will be there. Noma Ganjani. I'm going to send a message to the sports editor of the Daily Sun, Mr. Matthew St. Peter, to tell us what is going on there. There are fans planning to go to that game. Uh, if you did see the Daily Sun, please share it with us and let us know what the exact story was. Because like I said It was just a headline That I saw But um Anyway, and there's also Supersport United and Bloemfontein Celtic on Sunday. That is the game that will be live on SABC1 this weekend. Don't forget Bundesliga. I'll be in studio for that one tomorrow afternoon. Uh, it is Eintracht Frankfurt against Werder Bremen on SABC3. But for now, it's a flashback Friday. And uh, tonight we're putting the spotlight on netball. We'll be speaking to long serving netball administrator, selector, coach. Uh, she has done everything in the sport of netball. Uh, to Dumsane, who was inducted into the G-Sport for Girls Hall of Fame in August in honour of a contribution to netball which spends over 40 years it's 46 years by the way to be exact and I think speaking to someone like Dudum Sana will uh, give us a true indication on netball, on the state of netball in South Africa and we can also get her thoughts on what she thinks the 2023 World Cup will do for the country and netball it will be held in Cape Town of course and if you are someone who knows our guest, please do get in touch with us because I know netball is hardly in the back pages, things have changed over the last few few years uh, but you know, it's not one of those so-called popular sports or so-called big sports. So many might not know our guest this evening. So we would appreciate any contribution. You can send us your voice notes to this WhatsApp number 61 4104 And uh, you can also SMS us to 41391 or you can call us directly on 11 So we're going to be talking netball for the next 50 minutes or so. Fancy sporting milestones, moments, and stories. Flashback Fridays with Tabiso Musia. And let's let's welcome our guest on the line. And we are thankful that she's been able to speak to us, uh, to Dumsar. Good evening, ma'am. Thank you very much for taking our call and uh, being available to share your story with us on SAFM tonight.
2: Good evening, Tabiso. and good evening to the SAFM listeners.
0: You are a Hall of Famer now from the G Sport Awards, and I had your speech. Actually, I want to play that clip because it really, uh, it sounded so emotional. It it meant so much to you right now, and um, when you were awarded that Hall of Fame, I just want to play the speech, and you can tell us what was going through your mind here, or how much this means to you. Um,
2: you know, I'm lost for words. I'm telling you, um, this is something that I never expected, but you know, the Lord kept me. I just want to thank the Lord kept me that at the end of the day, I'm able to see the work that we've done in netball. I thank you very, very much for all the sponsors, for all the people that thought about us, those people that were not recognized in everything that we've been doing in netball. I thank them very much. It means a lot to me. It definitely means a lot to me. And, you know, we think of retiring, but I think you've boosted me now. I'm going to start all over again. If I have to take a stick and go and go to the courts, that's what I'm going to do now.
0: That's the part I love the most. Mahmoud Dumzane, why why does this mean so much to you?
2: Uh, Cherry, so we've done so much in netball, and we and it was only for the love of the sport. All we wanted to see is a girl child being taken away from the streets. And all what we wanted to see is our players, uh, players of color, going into a national team on merit. So that is all that we were thinking about. We never thought that um, we might be one day in, in a national team and all that. But all we were thinking is just to let the girl child play, just to let the girl child go, get away from the street. That is what we. Were, I was thinking all along when I was coaching netball. ball. Mm.
0: And sometimes, do you think those people behind the scenes do get the recognition that they deserve? Um, not
2: really, not really. That's why I'm saying um, it was. It was something I never thought of, and I mean, it it, it was a surprise. Definitely, it was a surprise when we got called. Um, actually, you know. Uh, because of COVID-19, we were not even sure what is going to happen because uh, they even told us we were not supposed to come with um, our partners, our Mm. parents, our our children, or anybody, you know, who can accompany us. And we actually didn't know what is going to happen. It's only when we came there that they explained everything to us. And for us, we we didn't even know that... um, We thought maybe, you know, it's only going to start and go on and on and on until, you know, they they call the winners. So we were not even aware that the people that were there were actually the winners, you (laughs) see. So uh, definitely um, that was a surprise for us.
0: And you say now it's motivated you and inspired you to get back on court or be involved even when you are even when when you are using a walking stick. Are you still involved at the that moment?
2: A, that was a joke. Teresa. Yes. that was a joke. Yeah, I'm still involved in netball. Mm. I'm still with my own team. I'm still with houting uh, netball um, in the committee. I'm still with the uh, district uh, netball. So uh, we are still busy with netball, you know. We are still involved in, in netball South Africa, but in our own districts and our own provinces.
0: And as far as the sport of netball is concerned overall, do you think it gets its fair uh, share of coverage, its fair share of publicity like the other sports in the country?
2: Um, You know what? Sitting at home and watching sports, you don't know, Um, you know, our reaction, Mm. because, I mean, like now, um, TNL has been playing, but we know that it won't be repeated again. While others, sporting codes, you know, it will play at 8, it will play at 12, it will play the following day. So definitely we need a lot of coverage, you know, because sometimes, I mean, we've got working parents who want to see, you know, the sport, and then who want to see the highlights. Mm. highlights. We, We just want to see netball on, 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 on coverage netball on tv where we can you know like call somebody have you seen this game mm. no then from there you can say oh you know what i saw that there will be highlights of netball in you know something like that so we, that's what we need we need coverage for netball we are looking at 2023 mm. and if ever we are not um, you know uh, advertising netball now what is going to happen we can't advertise it. At the end, you understand? Mm. We know we're not, we're not, we, we're a netball uh, female sport, the biggest female sport, but we don't get enough coverage as uh, soccer. Let me, I mean, let me mention soccer. Soccer mm. gets a lot of coverage, but netball doesn't.
0: Why do you think that is? Can you put your finger on it?
2: Um, I think if we can get it enough sponsors. Mm. If we can get enough sponsors, because um, actually we know that um, a lot of sponsors need coverage. So maybe if we can get a lot of sponsors and people working on netball marketing, we've got to get you know a lot of marketing going on in, on the side of netball. Maybe we can get enough coverage. That, and other, yes. The other thing is that um, a lot of um, competitions must go on so that netball must always be On on TV, netball must always be on paper, you see. So maybe if you can play a lot of competitions in the districts, in the provinces, not only um, in netball South Africa, but also in our provinces and districts.
0: And overall, Mamutudu, how do you describe the state of netball in South Africa? Wow, Tadiso, it's getting
2: there, it's Mm -hmm. getting there. Netball is getting, you know, big, and we could see even the competition. I mean, um, take a let's take a look at COVID-19, what it did, but take a look at the competition that went through uh, with TNL, both the, the A section and the B section. It was it it was competition. It was it was nerve-wracking. You you know, you were sitting there, and and I mean to say, you were looking at. Top netball. Mm. It was not big scores where you say no, it's obvious you know. It was only one or two games that were like that, but all the games, I mean, were were really, really interesting to, to watch.
0: Of course, the Gauteng Jaguars won that one beating the Free State Krinams in the final. But <coughs> there was an issue now with selection. I don't know how much you followed that. where, where The Sunbirds lost their place in the Division 2 final after fielding six black players and one white player instead of a 5-2 split and a 4-3 split. We spoke to Netball South Africa on this show this week and we spoke to Coach Teresa Rosov, the Mpumalanga Sunbirds who was far from happy. What's your take on that?
2: Um, I don't think it's selection. I think it's... it's uh It's playing the players on court because you have to have two players of color. It doesn't matter which color. If it's a lot of whites, there should be two uh, uh, players of color on on court. If blacks, there should be two players of color. So it's not selection, but I think it's it's players on court.
0: It's representation.
2: Representation, definitely. Yes. It has to be two to five or three to five, something like that, you know, three to four.
0: Yeah, but some people were calling us and they believe that transformation should be giving opportunities to the previously disadvantaged. But Netball South Africa was on the show saying that they have to give everyone equal opportunities. What do you make of this rule?
2: Um, what I can say is that I've been, I've been part of the, the national team. You know, I've been in the under-21 national team. I've been in the senior as an assistant coach. Um, that rule has been there all of the time. It didn't matter. When they said players of color, they didn't mention the color. So, um, coming to disadvantage, I, I cannot comment on that because I think that's uh, the platform where NSA can, can comment. But what I'm saying is that I've been um, one of the national coaches. So, always, it has always been like that. There should be um, representation on court
0: we'll leave that one but thank you for your comment there and you've already mentioned the 2023 world cup in cape town coming up what do you hope uh mamututu it does for the sport and for the country
2: i think it should open a lot of opportunities um job opportunities um coverage for netball and uh, a lot a lot a lot of players playing netball a lot of women a lot of ladies coming in netball, even if it's administrator or cleaner or anything, coming into netball and doing something for netball in 2023. I mean, we, we are... This is history. What I can say, so mm-hmm. this is history. It, it has never been there. It was only the under-21s where they were in uh, Botswana, 2017. Um, it's the first time, you know, that... Um, a World Cup in, South, in, in, in Africa, not in South mm-hmm. Africa, but in Africa. So I think this is a great opportunity for South Africa. And I really salute, uh, you know, those um, executive members that are sitting there and tried to see that, uh, you know, competing with uh, countries like Australia and New Zealand, um, and then they won this uh, bid. So I just want to say, I, I mean, I'm really proud of them and to do such such good work. For netball in Africa,
0: and we can't wait for that one in 2023 netball we World Cup. We definitely
2: up. cannot wait for that one, <laughs> um, <laughs> and there's no stick that time. <laughs> yes, not, at all. No, no not st- at all. Not at all. We are going to work hard that we, you know, that we are going to be there, even if we can be spectators, mm. and all that you know. Uh, we've been seeing countries, you know, going there to support their own country. So mm. we want that wall to be, you know, that stadium whatever, to be full every time netball plays, so that the next time they beat, I mean, they should know that there is netball in, in, in Africa.
0: Definitely. And we hope there'll be no COVID also in 2023. Please, COVID, give us
2: I a hope here. so. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs>
0: but for you, Doudumzane, where did the love for netball start? Did it start at school like everybody else?
2: Um, definitely, it started at school. I used to play basketball. And then from there, while we were at school, netball was introduced um, like 40 years ago. It was introduced, and then from there we started playing netball. And I played netball. And when I played netball, um, when the coach was talking to me and telling me what to do on court, when I go home, I would speak to myself, you know, Mm. like I'm a coach. I just felt, you know, from that time that uh, I want to be a coach, you know. And, uh, I mean... One of the guys, who was uh, a newspaper, you know, he, mm, yes, mm. yes, yeah, and when she, when he saw me, really, he was impressed, and he said, you know what, you can form a team, and I did.
0: Is and that in Zim- Orlando West? Yeah, in Zimshope. In, mm. Zimsoppe. in Zimsoppe.
2: Yeah, in Orlando West, yes, Soweto. I used to stay in Soweto before. Yes.
0: So then, when you started the team, who were you playing against? Were you playing in and around Soweto at the time, in the 70s? Yes, we were playing.
2: Yes, there was a league. There was a league in yeah. Soweto. We were playing in a league where um, Mr. Makafula, Joseph Makafula, was uh, the chairperson. Um, I think um, it was Sona, Soweto Netball Association. Mm. It was Sona. Yeah, it was called Sona. And we used to go to championships as as, you know we are now but it was us in uh, the black side and the white side and then from there at the end of the day we came together and then from there we played as as we are now
0: that was actually going to be my next question so at the time in the 70s you the 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 black uh, players had to play or the black teams had to play against each other you couldn't play against the white opposition because of the system
3: yeah
2: not not because of the system but i think um that's all we knew. We knew that we can play netball um, in our own, you know, areas. And it was, our, when time came, that netball must be united. It became united. And mm. that time, we were not um, executive members, we were players. So the people up there, when they started doing it, um, we were not sure uh, how far they came. And Tadiso, you know what I, I can tell you? Mm. I was one of the players. Who was uh, chosen to play in an Africa game? Oh. In an Africa game, yes. Uh, so our and it was a team that was chosen in Africa, not in South Africa. Okay. It was players around Africa that were playing, and then we went to play. And our coach was um, Lynette Ferreira. Mm. So yes, so that was the first time that I felt, you know, um, then you know, going on court with any player of color you understand so yeah so um that part of my my history i don't know there's somewhere that i put it i put it aside because i was a player you understand Mm. but that's one thing that i was i i was one of the players that played for africa you know a, a team that was chosen in africa to play and then from there when i when you know in the meantime i was starting to coach and coach. And then from there, I concentrated on my coaching. Sure.
0: And so the other players from this Africa team, were they all from the other countries on the continent? And who did you play against? Yes, there were they were
2: players from, you know, all other, uh, uh, other countries, like like Uganda, Zambia, you know, Swaziland, and all of it. You know, um... Like I'm saying, I come from somewhere too. So some of the things were left at home, you know. Mm. Um, I've been trying to search for them. I've been trying to speak to Lynette Ferreira because, um, you know, there's things that we need to do, you know. I mean, so those are the things that um, we tried to see network going on. And we didn't stop there as players. Like now when I'm saying I'm very proud for the, for the coaches, you know, the coaches that are coming up, Dumsane, who was a player, you know, Henley, um, who was a player. So those, play, those, those coaches were one of the coaches that we used to coach. Today they are coaches. So for me, you can see growth in, in, in netball, uh, you know, even in coaches, even in players.
0: Before I go to the voice notes, I read somewhere that actually your, your, your mother played a big role in you, assisting you with that club that you started. Just talk to us about the role that your mother played during those days.
2: Okay, my mother was an interior decorator. So she used to work, you know, in white uh, suburbs, where, you know. And then from there, when I started saying that I want to start a club and all that, and, and then from there, she spoke to, I think, the woman that she used to work for, and from there, they assisted me with, you know, um, uniform. In fact, I think we had to buy material and then from there, somebody had to sew skirts for us and all that. So, like I'm saying, it's where I started, uh, playing and, you know, feeling myself and getting there as a coach before I came to, to, to CDB.
0: Okay. we're going to talk about you moving to Citibank, but let's take a couple of voice notes. For those who are just joining us, we are in conversation with long-serving netball administrator, Coach Selector. She's done it all in the game, uh, Dudum Sane, who is also a Hall of Famer at the uh, G-Sport for Girls Awards. And uh, actually, Kes Nidy has just tweeted us, and she says, hearing Dudum Sane on SAFM takes me back to that magical night of the Momentum G-Sport Awards. Recognitions mean so much to our legends. And thanks, Kes, and thanks for those awards. And that's how other people also find out about these unsung heroes that we have in south african sport especially when it comes to women in sport and i hope you did hear that clip that we uh, lifted off the g Sport for girls twitter account let's take a couple of voice notes Hi, Ostutu. uh glenn coser here i
2: uh, would like to wish you all the best and would like to thank you for what you have done for netball uh netball it's what it is in the vibe because of you I am what I am today, and as Admin- a netball administrator, all because of your guidance. And I will be able to do this. I will a able to do this for you for up until you reach your dreams. Keep it up. We love you as netball. Thanks very much.
4: Good evening, uh, Tabiso, and good evening to your guest. I'm uh, speaking to Libra here in East London um how far are we establishing a professional league for netball in this country we have seen the likes of new australia and england who have dominated in world cups you know uh, our players are also going to those countries you know signing contracts especially especially in england and also australia uh, to sign contracts with those clubs there so how far are we from establishing our own league for netball in this country um you know and you know what assistance that that doesn't uh, need uh, to ensure that funding in terms of from the the financial side sponsorships to ensure that the league does commence before the world cup begins so how far are we and what what are the challenges she can identify that is really blocking us from having a league? thank you very much um tabi so it's thank you
0: Thanks for that, uh, Libra. Thanks for that voice note, and also Glenn There, we actually did see Ina Marie Fenter move yesterday. She's also going to play her netball in uh, England and now in the Vitality League, joining a host of South African Protea stars that are there. Let's let's start from there, Mamutudu. How far are we from a professional league, or what will it take to get there?
2: Yeah, I think I can answer that. Yes. Not how far, because um, I think Netball South Africa has already. Cecilia Mnukwane has lo- already touched on that a lot of times. Mm. Um, our main thing with starting our league is funding. Like I first said, is that um, if we can get enough sponsors coming in, because, I mean, our teams are going now overseas because there's a lot of opportunities there. If we can see our you know, professional players playing netball and not going to work first. So that is our issue in South Africa is that our players top players go to work from 8 to 5 or whatever times and then come back and start practicing while when they go for the professional league all they do is concentrate on netball like soccer is doing so if we can get enough funding so that you know netball can South Africa can sit down with all the sponsors coming in and then from there, work on that league. South Africa, we can work on that. Um, some of the provinces don't play netball because, I mean, hand, uh, the times, the, the the distances going to work, coming back, and all that,
3: is is
2: not you know convenient for them to concentrate on their netball. There's a lot of talent. I mean, you saw that. I mean, we didn't have so many teams in 10L. coming in. The 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 Kingdom Queens. The Tornados, whatever, you saw that there's a lot of talent coming in in netball. So if you can have a lot of sponsors that can come in and you know, and assist netball so that our players should not go outside, but we have our league. And we introduce other players from other countries to come here so that at least our, uh, you know, our league can be bigger. So that is what I'm thinking, if we can have enough funding.
0: What about schools netball? I mean, are you happy with participation and uh, and the numbers at schools? Um, I think uh, school netball is
2: big. School netball is big and um, we are losing a lot of players um, after, you know, they do their metric. You know, there's a lot of players going on. I mean, we usually uh, are invited to go and watch, uh, you know, uh, the schools. We are usually invited to go and select players at schools. But at the end of the day, those players fade or they go to big universities, you know, where they'll get, you know, enough, um, you know, assistance going there. So uh, that's our problem. We play netball at school and then after school, then from there, they don't play netball. Or if they go to universities, they Mm -hmm. go to universities where netball uh, is big. And then the small universities, I mean, uh, don't get enough, you you know, players to be as big as
0: they are. And I guess that's where they get lost in the system then. Um, yes, yes. G- Glenn's voice note was giving you credit for what you did in the Val in City Bang. It seems like you left, you continued where you left off in Soweto. How did you move to city Bang and, and, and uh, how did you get involved in netball, that side?
2: Um Teresa, when I came to, to the Val, um, I came because of work. When I left Soweto, I was not, you remember when I said, when I left Soweto, I was not a, co- I was not a coach. Yes. I was just a coach of my team, mm. but not in the executive of, of, of Soweto. When I came here, I just went uh, to, call, to network courts and looked for, for a team. I just went there. And then I sat and saw players, and then I just watched them for a week. And then the following week, I started, and that's where my career started. That's where I mean I, I should also give credit to the players in the valve because they are the players that made me what I am today. Where I mean, if ever at the end of the day I didn't have players to coach, you know, and show my talent, I mean that means to say I wouldn't be here, you know, talking about you know how I you know develop netball in Cebu. So when I came there, I became a coach before I even you know, went into executives and all that. Then I had to introduce them to leagues. Then I, because now, you know, players were just playing and then from there, there was a league in the Val, but it was in one area. So that's why, and then I made inquiries and then from there I started, uh, uh, you know, playing netball with them in in, in, a, in a structure because they were not structured at all. Were they playing state And then from games? there, what happened is that just a year or two after that, we were supposed to, you know, come together, blacks and whites, and form one league, and then from there, my career started there.
0: So, if they were not structured, what kind, what what were they playing? What kind of netball were they playing? Um, netball. Steak netball. You just play for money. Yeah, badage. <laughs>
2: what hundred, hundred, two hundred, three
0: hundred? You know, we're winner winner all. Winner
2: take all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: so you brought you brought yeah. some structure when you got involved.
2: Yeah, yeah, and and you know what? When when I I didn't dangle carrots. Yeah. I explained to them what is happening. You know that they can be. You know they can go to a league. They can play a league. They can go to a tournament. They can netball South Africa. You know they can play for a national team and all that. And I mean there was excitement and it started there. You know, it's just that um, some of our players went, like I'm saying, because there's, not a, there's no uh, big universities in the Val. You know, it's only the Val University of Technology and all that. Our players go outside. You know, they go to Turks, they go to uh, uh, Verbs, they go to other, you know, and uh, Cape Town, whatever. And then from there, I mean, we lose them there. But there are a lot of players that went out and that came from the Val. I can mention Irene Fadei. Irene Fanday was in in, in in the VAL. I used to coach her. I used to coach her, and I never thought that I could coach Irene Fanday. And she was just a player. She came in. She she did her, you know, what she's supposed to do, what you tell her, and she she she, she you know she went an extra mile. And from there, where is she now? In New Zealand, right in New Zealand,
0: yes. That makes sense because we actually spoke to Irene van Dijk, I think a year or two ago here on this show. She's from Ferijanekeng, right? Yes, yeah, she's yeah. from Ferijanekeng. She used to, um, I think she she used to teach at
2: uh, Sebon. Mm. Yes, Irene. Yeah. Irene was a teacher at Sebon, primary school. Wow.
0: And I've, yeah. s- I've said it so many times on this show, people that listen to me, that Irene Van Dijk is one of my favorite sports people of all time. I mean, it's incredible what yes. she's done in her career. Played over 70 matches for South Africa and then went on to New Zealand where she played over 140 uh, matches and she was Sportswoman of the Year there in New Zealand. She's a Hall of Famer. Definitely. She's going yeah. to be one of the greatest that South Africa has ever produced in any sporting code, right? Yeah, but the
2: thing is that she, I mean, she worked on her own. You know, I think um, there was a guy who interviewed me from Devon. I explained it to him to say, um, even if I was a coach, when I came on uh, to the courts, you know, um, I found Irene with with uh, her husband, yes, training, shooting. You know, yeah, shooting, training, shooting. You know, the husband throwing the balls to her, shooting, and then from there when we started, when we were supposed to start training. She puts the thing aside. She goes on court. She listens what the coach says. That's the respect that she had. And that's where she is today.
0: She had a 96% accuracy record when it came to shooting. And by the way, she's still... Well, helping her husband, or now it's the other way around. She's helping her husband with the with a cricket team uh, that he coaches there in New Zealand. And she was telling us she's a physio, she's a team manager, she does all sorts of things with that cricket team. What a legend, Irene Fandel. Yeah,
2: yes, yeah. I wish she could just you know do netball, <laughs> but unfortunately, some of the things, uh, I mean, you cannot change.
0: Yes, yes. Do you understand the yeah, decision yeah. to move to New Zealand and play for New Zealand? Who? Irene, I'm saying, Sorry? did you understand her decision to move to New Zealand and play for New Zealand?
2: No, not at all, not at all, hmm. not at That's all. A tough one, eh? I just, uh, yes, yeah. Okay,
0: we've got I a couple. Yes, we've got a couple of callers on the line here. Let's start in Pretoria. I think this is Nobi. Nobi, good evening.
3: Uh, good evening, Kavi. So, this is Pinda, actually. That's how Sistudu knows me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I just that. want to congratulate you, Sistudu, on, on the award that she got. I I worked with Sistudu from the early, early 80s or mm. even late 70s, when we were still playing out at the South African Netball Association, yeah. where we used to go to the areas where we would be playing our championships using the train Sistudu. Um, this this has yeah. just you know come up with with exactly you deserve what you got to do. Um, I remember when we went to England with the S8 and the 21. Oh. You you would shout in Soutu, I would do it in Koster, and Karen would do it in Africans <laughs> trying to motivate our players. It was it was just wonderful. We worked so nice. Sooto, you deserve it, and please don't retire. Please get into
0: the administration of the sport, please. Oh, great call. Thank you for that. Thank do you, you, do you, Tinder. <laughs>
3: Thank you, Sister Du. I love you. I love you, too.
0: That's not all. We've got another one on the line. I believe that this is the president of Gauteng Netball, Rihanna note Good evening, President. Hello, President. Are you there? Okay, we're going to try and get her back on the line, the president. Hello. Oh, I'm hi, so there way. you are, there you are, <laughs> president. Yes. Are you well today? Good
5: evening. I'm very well, Alice's Dudu. No, hi, I am Amanda. very well. I'm very honored to be able to, to, to chat live on SAFM and speak to about a legend like Sis Dudu. Um, you know, um, you won't believe it, but I see her as one of my mentors as an mm. executive member. And um, I know that Sister will always be very, very honest and straightforward with me. And, um, you know, if I'm out of line, she will put me carefully back into my line. And I look after her as a leader. Um, she's absolutely a legend, and she's a mother to most of us all. Uh, you know, she brings us back in line. And, um, you know, in City Bing she's still serving on the structure as well. So she's serving on the Hapeng structure, but still in Sibing structure. Because I know, she knows that she has got this passion for leadership and she's got this passion for Nepal. And she's taking those young leaders, Mm -hmm. the chairperson Sonti and Fakazile, the vice chairperson, and she's mentoring them basically every day. And you know how valuable that is for for, for a, a person of her stature to just keep on giving back. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen, you know, every day. So, you know, Sis Dudu, I don't often get a chance uh, and I get a chance to say it on the radio. You know, I really do appreciate you and I appreciate oh, honesty, you honestly, and so I appreciate much. your guidance. You are really, truly a legend in netball.
2: Oh, thank you so much, Rihanna. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. And you know how much we respect each other. And like you say, I mean, if things don't go right, if we don't talk straight, I mean, things won't happen. But thank you very much. Ria. No,
5: that's right. That's right. And you know what? We, we as Gateng Netball, can't be the home of champions if we don't have mm. people like Sis Dudu, mm. which doesn't mind giving back unconditionally. Um, she shares her knowledge, she shares it with the young coaches, where she mentors them as a coaches convener for Gateng Netball. And they respect her and they look up to her. And her experience, I heard you were talking about Irene van Dijk and Mm. Pinta talking online and Karen Strauss, you know, being there and everybody coaching and the excitement. And you could hear the excitement in Sis Dudu's voice. And, you know, Mm. as a leader, we hear that excitement and passion even today.
0: Mm. Oh, Oh, that's a great question. Thank you for that call, President, and congratulations on winning another Telkom Netball hey, League.
5: I had to say that, <laughs> eh? I just had to mention the home of champions, didn't I? Yes, definitely.
0: <laughs> well done to the Gauteng Jaguars and Coach Jenny van Dijk. They always has a yes, winning mentality. and the
5: Fireballs. Yeah. And the I Fireballs, of fireballs course, they were third. Me. with Coach Dumi. Yes. yes,
0: they were third with I Coach Dumi. I mean,
5: Doomy. we've never We've never had two medals in in Gauteng. Now we've got two medals and I want to see the province that's going to take us off our pedestal.
0: Will it be free state? It's going
5: to take hard work.
0: (laughs) Will it be free state?
5: No, no, what are you talking about? No, no, no,
3: no, they must still <laughs> come. Okay, let's leave it there, President yeah. of Kotei Netball,
0: yeah. Rihanna Pezaidenos. Mm. Thank you very much for that wonderful call there. We've also got another voice note. You can keep them coming on 061-4104-107. Our guest is Dudumsane, Netball administrator, coach, MS, MS, everything in Netball.
2: Good evening, from Holland. Can you please uh, ask the guest, the mama, to me? What are the structures in place for development of netball here in in South Africa? Because we, locally we're struggling to get the leagues running, get in contact with the people there at the top. It's not happening. The, the kids don't have an, any idea what's happening unless they are maybe in in a private school to say, after this you go to university, but locally, there's no one for them. What are the structures that are in place so that we can contact, so they can come and help the kids there, local. Thanks.
0: Okay, thanks for that, Tulani. Tulani is a regular listener of our show, and he's actually in Soweto. Are you able to share what are the structures there, Mamutut?
2: Yeah, I think Glen. I think if Glenn, Glenn is listening, Glenn mm. is one of the, you know, the administrators in, in Soweto,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, they call it Jobek. I think there's, there's Pet, Pet Lamini,
3: mm-hmm.
2: who's also the chairperson of Soweto. Um, netball is, is going on. And what I heard this year is that um, Jobek has got a lot of affiliates this year. They're even taking two men's teams to, to the championships. So, oh. I think if ever at the end of the day, maybe we can try and give you Pat's number. Yes. You know, so that they, yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have If Maybe she's listening, or maybe Rihanna can have it because I'm on the phone and this is the only phone that I have. No, that's so, fine. will um, put him in touch. You know, yeah. So, maybe get in, yeah, get in touch with um, Pat mean, who's the chairperson of, of uh, Soway too? I think Joe back. It's it's the it, I mean when I say Jobek it's mm, from mm. they've got different regions. You know, region one, region two, region four, and then Soweto is also part of it. I think there's a player also that is Tamuhelo Maseko who's, who's playing for the under twenty one. She comes from Soweto.
0: Great. Okay. Yes, no, who no.
2: was playing yeah, for the for, for the fireballs. She's she also comes from Soweto.
0: No. So
2: maybe if you can just get yeah, she can get you can get contact and then from there they can assist her.
0: We'll definitely put you in touch to learn. I know you're passionate about development, whether it's football, whether it's netball, as we had tonight. So we'll give give him those contacts. Now I look at your resume, Mamutu, or your CV or some of your highlights. I mean, Tinta already mentioned, uh, was it in 1999 when you went with the under-21s to Cardiff?
2: Uh Cardiff was 200. I've got the even the photo next to my... Oh, logo, was it 2000? Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, that yeah, was Yeah,
2: World Youth Netball Championship 2000 in Cardiff.
0: Assistant coach for the under 21s. And then you assistant are also coach. assistant coach for the national team and you say some of your highlights uh, when you spoke to G Sport include Commonwealth Games Australia 2002, Netball World Cup 04, New Zealand yes. Tour 05 Commonwealth Games in Australia in 06 uh, at the Gold Coast and uh, Netball World Cup was it the Gold Coast in 06? Okay. Netball World Cup, Jamaica 07.
2: Jamaica, yes. 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 Head I think coach- that's my highlight. I just wanted to see Jamaica. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, for me, it was definitely one of the countries that I wanted to see. And that was my highlight, Jamaica. I, I was just excited to go to Jamaica. And that, that was the first time, so I saw, uh, you know, women having those uh, artificial males. Oh. That is the first time that I say yes, yes, <laughs> in Jamaica.
0: <laughs> Did you come back and, and get them yourself?
2: <laughs> uh, no, didn't. you know, when you play dead ball you can't have long legs. you know. Uh. It's only our players now, you have, you know, you can put them on and take them out, you know. Yes. But that time, we they used to put glue and all that. And for me, I mean, it was so nice to see those things, you know, in Jamaica and to see how Jamaica is, you know. Okay. So that that was my highlight going to Jamaica
0: <laughs> now I look oh, well, I was about to ask that was your highlight what what which one was second after Jamaica then and why
2: um what I can say is um I can say it's australia
3: hmm.
2: Australia you know, and listening to their their history how you know how Australia came to be you know, all those things. So for me, it was also the highlight going there. And the last one was me as a head coach. I mean, for me to be a head coach, I never thought I can be a head coach. You know, when I was the under-21 head coach Mm. in 2009. Why is that? That Because
0: I wanted to mention that in most of these roles, you were assistant coach and assistant coach and assistant coach. Why do you think you were always assistant coach and why? Do you th- say that you never thought you'd be a head coach?
2: Um, you know, when 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 you start playing netball, I think if uh, I remember, I said to somebody, I when I started playing netball, you know, I never thought I was I would even be in a national team. We just wanted to see our players going into the national team, you know. So every opportunity we used to credit by hand and you you don't even think to say, you know, one day I can be a head coach, you know, but because of the work that you do each and every day, you know, the input that you give um, at the end of the day, um, I got the position. I think I was in one of the Commonwealth Games. I'm not sure where, Mm -hmm. Australia or England. Yeah. When I got, you know, a message that I've been appointed as the you know, as a head coach of the national of the under twenty nine national team.
0: So it was not a matter of being stereotyped. Maybe that okay, the black coaches must be assistant.
3: Um,
2: <laughs> I really no, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what I can say. I don't know on on that platform. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think it's because at the end of the day, uh, black black uh, coaches were starting to come up. Mm-hmm. And maybe we were given, you know, uh, positions as assistant coaches and then from there we had to build up from there, you know. And, I mean, you can see now where we have, uh, you know, black like coaches coming in as head coaches, you know, in different uh, provinces.
0: Yes, I mean, we think uh, even Coach to Misani we mentioned her, she was coach yeah, of the Golden Flyer Yeah,
2: yeah, I mean, did, uh, you know, uh, you know, good work in the under in 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 the fireballs we i mean when when you can think of it Sadiso, last year we were playing in the relegation role. the fireballs you know the fireballs yes sure. divisions the relegation division yes we played in the relegation and we were beaten by um, kingdom stars mm. and then from there there came these two divisions but because of the strength, they went up again and look at them now they proved themselves that they are worth it. And with the, you know, with the assistant of, of, of Timzane Chaoke. Mm. who was one of the titles, a national player.
0: Yes. And, and we're seeing a lot of them coming through. I mean, Zanelem Toddan is also coaching at, at Stellenbosch. Uh, Bongi Wamsoumi is now up here in Joburg. She's also coaching. So that must be encouraging, especially with how things have evolved over the years. Definitely. Definitely. And
2: they, they started immediately, you know, they immediately, when they go out of, of being a, a, a player, they come in as uh, coaches, and then from there they take it from there. And we hope that one day we will see them, you know, as uh, head coaches in our national teams in South Africa.
0: If you just joined us once again, we're talking to Netball Administrator Coach Selector uh, and just about her career and uh, just looking back at what she's done over the years. I mean, she's got an incredible story that spans over 46 years of being involved in the sport of Netball. And I'm glad people are enjoying this interview. John Murray in Tswane says, I just want to say I am not a sports person, but listening to your presentations, you really bring out the humanity of sport generally. Oh, thanks for that, John. Um, it's inspiring listening to your sports interview. There are going to be a lot of people crying when you go. <laughs> (laughs) Okay, like with Boong. Okay, let's not go there because you are going to make me cry now. You can still send your voice notes, by the way, to 061-4104-107. You can SMS us to 41391 or you can call us directly on 011-714-2006. We've just got about five more minutes uh, before we wrap up our interview. And as we wrap up our interview now, uh, Mamutudu, when you look back at what you've done over the years, I know you're still going strong. Are you you, you happy with your contribution? Uh, and what more, or what, what more do you still want to do? What's your vision for netball?
2: Um, I want to see, you know, players of colour, you know, being chosen on merit, you know, on, in, in, in a national team. That's what I want to see. I want to see our players going there and proving themselves to, that they are worth that position that they're playing. I want to see players that go on court, not, you know, not saying, I mean, this player will change with this player because of their color, but players going on court and proving themselves. So I want to see coaches from, you know, wherever they are, disadvantaged areas, you know, coming up and, you know, and producing good players that are going to play for a national team. Three years is time. It's 2020. 2023, I just want to see a lot of players coming in there and playing for our national team.
0: We've seen that the national team is growing. I mean, the performances keep improving. We saw under coach Norma Plummer, they even reached the semis of the World Cup. In your opinion, what's led to this improvement? And are you, are you happy with the growth? Is it moving at the right pace for you?
2: I think it is moving in the direction, in the right direction. And the other thing is the I think the understanding, the understanding of coaching. I think when Norma came, uh, you know, when we coach our players, some of the players didn't understand a, a coach when the coach, you know, like tell you exactly what to do. Um, I, I listened to to, to Zanele and Simitiwe when they are, when they were speaking about Jennifer Date. Mm. Jennifer Date knows how to speak to the players. So those are the coaches. Maybe next time that we can see that they will coach a national team because they know how to communicate with players and they know, you know, how a player can is able to absorb what the coach is saying. So those are the things that we are looking at, and that is how that we will be able to beat the other countries. Because at the end of the day, a player is not a good player only, you know, catching ball, and it's a player that you can tell. To say what are you supposed to do when you go in there? If you are a substitute, go in there and do this, and the and the player listens. So I think Jennifer Bay is still good in that that she she's able to do. That's why she's won you know the TNL four times because she's able to do and it. Also, and I, eh? I was very proud too of of our our commentators. You mm-hmm. know to you know for them to 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 pick up that to say you know what these are some of the coaches that are going there and going to, you know, to lead the country at the end
0: of the year, one day. By the way, they were unbeaten in the tournament, and I think it's 20 matches now, going back to last season, the Fauteng Jaguars were unbeaten. She's my best coach. What's it going to take, though, to to break that top four, to get into that top four in the rankings, that, that top four of Australia, New Zealand, England, and Jamaica?
2: We should have our own league. We should have our national league where players play every day, you know, like we're talking about get funding, get sponsors, the players coming in playing league, like the you know, the teams overseas. That is where, you know, and um, I think our coaches that are at Doret, that are at Dumsade, I mean they, they're getting the experience. They they got the information, they got how what they are supposed to do from from Noma. Mm-hmm. So they are supposed to implement and for them to implement all those things, it's for us to get, you know, a league and then play netball throughout the year.
0: Okay, hopefully that will happen very soon. But Mamduti, thank you very much for taking our call, for joining us for the whole hour here on SAFM. You've got an incredible story to tell and I'm glad you've been honoured by the G-Sport for Girls Awards and I hope more people now are aware of your story and your contribution to netball. And that's why we thought we should also interview you and bring you on air and just highlight what you've done over the 46 years and most importantly, ma'am, just give you the respect that you deserve and we are really grateful for your contribution.
2: Thank you very much, Kabi. So, and definitely I just want to thank Momentum, eSport, and all the sponsors you know, for giving us this opportunity so that people can know how far we have done, you know, what we did in netball. Thank you so much.
0: And it looks like you've got a book in you. Have you thought about that?
3: No! <laughs>
0: <laughs> With such great knowledge and insight, yeah, maybe it might come later on. Maybe you might start thinking about it. Yeah, <laughs> but thank you, and yeah. we're happy that you're still involved. And we're really looking forward to 2023 uh, netball World Cup in Cape Town. We're gonna have to leave it there just because of time, folks. Uh, my name is Tabiso Masiya, and um, yeah, it's goodbye.